I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. In our continuing coverage of the lead-up to Super Tuesday, I am pleased to be joined here again in studio by good friend of mine, Scott Howell. Uh, Thank you, Lee. I really appreciate the invitation. It's so great to be here. And uh, every day, I mean, we just keep knocking off one. We're 57, is that what I heard? 50, 50, 51 today. 51. 51. We hit a big 5-0 just yesterday. Uh, but you know what? I got self-conscious about it. I was remembering a conversation I had with Doug Wright not too long ago. And I asked him, hey, would you do the, would you do the math for me? How many, how many shows do you think you hosted on these airwives? Uh, and he said, oh, well, if you, if you take 30 years, five days a week, uh, he hosted some 8,000 programs. So me with my adorable little 51. But, Lee, remember, you're young. You're very young. That's right. You'll be 80 when you get 8,000. But, you know, who's counting? (laughs) Exactly right. Uh, The Democrats, they got back together last night just as they did in Nevada. They had one addition to the stage last night. Tom Steyer was there uh, making the field uh, seven deep yesterday as they debated in South Carolina, Charleston. uh, And... Love Charleston, by the way. I've been there a lot. Great city, right? Great city, I, spectacular. I, I ran, I ran a marathon there not uh, long Perfect ago. Perfect place, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I let me ask you just straight away: What was the biggest takeaway from last night? What did you wake up this morning remembering from the debate from last night? That at, when they gave their motto at the end and what they're saying they wanted to be remembered for, hit me really hard. That that some of them. Ha- have made this decision that they should be the president of the United States and that they're the best qualified as opposed to some saying, you know what, it's time for me to get out. And I think the overall impression for me started out, when you think of a firing squad, you think of people lined up shooting this way. That to me was a circle firing squad that really could have some long-lasting damage. But a lot of truth came out. And I'll tell you the one takeaway that wouldn't go out of my mind last night was the $47 trillion amount that Bernie's... Come on, yeah. ...that Bernie's uh, initiatives would cost. Mm -hmm. And I I think what it made me uh, really want to do is say, please, okay, everybody wants to have their college tuition paid off. Everybody wants to have their house paid off. Everybody wants this. But that's not the society in which we live. And the reality is, well, you and I have been around politics long enough. Do you think Congress would ever take any of those suggestions that he has and turn them into legislation? Absolutely not. And he must know that's the case. He's been in Congress himself for how many decades now? Oh, yeah. It is, in my estimation, it is an exercise in fundamental dishonesty. I really think, and these are pretty strong terms I'm sharing but, here now, but they, he is, it, it's an attempt to hoodwink the voters. Well, and then the other thing, if you really are truly a Democrat, 
you got to think about the downstream on the ticket. You got to think about people that exactly are out right. there. Uh, and, you know, the the Democrats took over the, the Congress, but that can flip so fast. If people thought that, and maybe they did cast a vote for Bernie, I guarantee you they'd vote for the opposite of his party when they do down ballot. And Pete Buttigieg, Mayor Pete uh, from South Bend, Indiana, he made a great point last night that I hadn't thought of in some time, that you do need to think about those 41 Democrats that uh, retook the House in this most recent uh, midterm election. The unintended consequences of what the downstream could be. Be, whether you make policy or whether you're at the top of the ticket. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've got some audio from last night. Let's walk through some of that, see if it jogs our memory, some of the things that stood out. Uh, the night started uh, with some attacks almost immediately on both Sanders and uh, Bloomberg. Here is uh, former pre- Vice President Joe Biden uh, taking aim at Bernie Sanders. Bernie, in fact, hasn't passed much of anything. The fact of the matter is... But I oh, no, no. I get to answer that. The, the, look, that. Look, the fact is, here's the deal. I'm not out of time. You spoke over time, and I'm going to talk. Here's the deal. <laughs> well, uh, uh, and uh, again, my uh, five-second disclosure, I'm a Biden guy. Biden got his sea legs last night. He was on fire. And you can see how respectful of an individual he was when he was told to stop, and he did. And they said, well, why am I the only one that's following the rules? But he got his sea legs, and uh, uh, when you talk about Bernie, he's passed three bills in the Senate. Right. Three. Two were to name a post office. Mm-hmm. You think about leadership. What kind of leadership does that say in his ability to work across the aisle and 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 be able to uh, take other people's legislation and help it go. Now, the challenge is, even here in Utah, there are a group of great Democrats, people that I respect and people that I uh, have got a, a great admiration for. But I just think that they're being sold some Kool-Aid in this whole notion of the great revolution that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Mayor Bloomberg was also the, the source of... Uh, well, a lot of ire on the part of many uh, during the program last night. Let me walk through some of the comments he made and some of the comments that folks had uh, against Mayor Bloomberg. I'm the one choice that makes some sense. I have the experience, I have the resources, and I have the record. Now, he, while saying that he's the choice that makes sense by others last night, was called uh, the riskiest candidate. Uh, Is there any rationale there or what's the reasoning for behind behind attacks like that and then in the bigger picture is bloomberg a factor still well number one bloomberg is a factor i mean when you look at the money he's willing to spend and i think last time i pointed out that my cpa son told me that how much he's worth 60 billion and so we all say how can you spend a hundred million I mean, that's chump change. You drop know. in the bucket? Yeah, that is a drop in the bucket. So he's got the resource. The second thing is, I cannot understand why they would attack him when he's bringing resources and he's also bringing uh, experience to the table. He's also made the commitment that he will support, uh, in any fashion, the the nominee to go up against Donald Trump. I have been absolutely blown away with the ire he's drawn from the other candidates when he has made uh, that a commitment assertion. like that. Yeah. yeah. That is hundreds of millions of dollars. And how bold are you that you're going to say uh, or dare him not to make good on his promise? It's well, fascinating. you know what's really interesting? I don't know if you just I just got this breaking news about an hour ago that the Sanders campaign has rejected his offer to support him. 
Now, talk that's symbolic. That's yeah. symbolic. How can that? Po- I mean, how? What do you, you? You can't like say no pack. Don't air yeah. that ad. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's, the, it's yeah. the other way. You can't. You can't coordinate to aid you. And guess what? You can't tell them not to aid you. Yeah, exactly. And Elizabeth Warren's attack on him. Um, you know, I don't know what happened in the past. I don't know how derogatory it was to women. I mean, he certainly should own up to it, and he owned up to it. He also got the waivers released, and she just kept hammering him and hammering to the point where my wife turned to me and said, there's nothing about the future of America in this conversation that she's having with him. What What is her policy? What are they going to do? And he's done everything she asked. And that's the pettiness of what happens on those stage right now where people are so desperate. I think Warren is one of the smartest people, women, uh, person that I've ever known. But I kept seeing her hand go up, please pick me, Bernie, please pick me. Pick me to be from, from the very onset. Uh, it was, was it that as, obvious? To oh my gosh! Okay, uh, and I, I, I've got I made a note of that. It was one of the first things she said when a question was asked about unemployment early on. Uh, she immediately uh, started talking about, and she in fact made the case that uh, Bernie is winning uh, because the Democratic Party is a progressive party. Progressive were party. Almost her right. first words, right. and from there it was just uh, adding uh, upon that her praise, raising her hand very high. Pick Absolutely. me, pick me. We're going to take a, a quick break right, right now. I want to. When we come back, talk about just a jaw-dropping comment made by Elizabeth Warren directed at former New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg. I, I was surprised she said it. Well, uh, and I, the, the I don't have response. my jaw left. I mean, I was surprised at how many were jaw-breaking moments yeah. last night. We'll talk about it next here on Live Mike. <laughs> I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.